Okay, let's do the theme song. Okay, okay, okay. Bum 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 We promise not to hit you. Nope. We only want to meet you. Yep. We promise not to kill you. We only want to thrill you. Yeah. This is Zach. This is Paul. This podcast has it all. We are the Fifo Always makes me happy. It's good. It's a good kind of uh, good good energy. Good I like energy. that you wrote it, so I didn't have to. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. always helps. Yeah. Welcome back to FIFA Chums, everybody. As always, I am Zach. I am Paul, and we are here to cast your pods for you. Yeah. Um, how's your week, <laughs> Paul? How how is you you're chumming it up? Um, it was all right. I got so I got back to I'm I'm now like 99 percent over COVID. So I got back ah, to yes. all of my um. All of my VOs that had to be pushed a week uh, landed um, in the past week, and I actually had something. I have never had this happen before. This is this is pretty crazy. So over a year ago, I recorded a radio spot for BASF. They make uh, herbicides and like farm stuff. I'm I'm not a farmer, so I don't know. Farmers um, love transistor radios, though. Absolutely. Fact, so. Oh, it is. Okay, good. So they're yeah, so yeah. so they're probably not not in our fan base yet. I mean, they could be um, if we get yeah, syndicated. Once syndicated to transistor radios, yeah. <laughs> so um, normally the BASF uh, copy is like, you know, they want like a, a, a middle, uh, middle America kind of like, hey, we're here to talk to the farmers about this stuff. But last year they had an audition. They were like, we want a Vincent Price, Peter Laurie kind of a creepy read. One of the notes I have gotten most in my career is, Paul, you're giving us a little too much Vincent Price, a little too much Peter Laurie. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I hope I get this. And I get it. So it was supposed to be like an old kind of radio horror thing. But instead of like the blob, it was pigweed. And so I was doing this thing where it's like, protect your crops from pigweed with blah, 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 blah. So a year goes by and my agent them. says, yeah, you got to protect them because whatever pigweed is, it's bad. That. So my agent reaches out and says, like, hey, uh, they need to have you back. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, maybe it's a new new bit of copy. Maybe they, you know, make a change or whatever. And uh, or I didn't even know if it was released. Maybe it hadn't been released for whatever reason. These things happen. So we get on and the director is like, hey, you remember us from last year? I'm like, I do. This was so much fun. So what's going on? Is this like a new script? Did it not come out? And they're like, oh, no, no, it came out. Uh, And a grandmother called the company because every time this came on, her grandchild would be terrified. Oh my god! Of the voice I was doing, and she was like, "It's okay around Halloween, but it's been running for a year, and I just wanted to call and say something." So because of this lady, we re-recorded it and and ran the gamut from like starting from that scary place, going all the way down to like like campy, spooky. Not scary at all. Now you have to do like a a focus group of one with that one grandma. <laughs> yeah, like, call her up and be much? like, "What's our what's Dolores? From, hey, this, is this okay for little Timmy? This one's Pennywise up at the top. We're gonna try to <laughs> yeah. make our way down to the Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> exactly, just the most friendly, non-aggressive. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that is the first time. Like only Dang. one other time have I gotten feedback on a commercial from a uh, Tecate. Uh, radio spot that I did years ago. But yeah, this is the first time it's actually been 
acted upon. So congratulations that. to this this grandmother who uh, yeah. who who called up and was like, "I don't like this," and they were like, "We're gonna cha- we're gonna take care of this for you, ma'am." I love that I have <laughs> like you know trolls telling me I'm a disgrace to humanity and <laughs> hello Bill fat tits and blah 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 and all yeah. this and your trolls are just grandmothers concerned for their children's well-being right that makes me what, what a what a specific weird place in which to be yeah i people it everything is specific everything is very individualized like i remember losing a role once because and the director like called me because he was like pissed he's like i really wanted to cast you i'm so sorry and i'm like it's fine what happened he's like you know from up above blah 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 and it turned out that i i got out of him that um i looked like the producer's ex-husband so she was like (laughs) nope and i'm like some fucking snake of a man yeah yeah this poor producer lady sad and now i don't get a job because of it i'm very upset the the arbitrary decisions that go on over our head this is this is one of the first lessons that you have to learn if you want to be an actor a voice actor anything in the entertainment industry yeah it is not a meritocracy you could be an incredible actor an incredible writer but depends on who's making the decision it It has nothing to do with you it's yeah. always who is making the decision. I tell people all yeah. the time when they ask me like how to get into <laughs> modeling and whatnot, and I say you find a very powerful person to take interest in you. But no, actually, no, bad. it leads into perfectly what we were going to talk about because we're talking Absolutely. about the fact that um, you know we're we're in the end times. Artificial intelligence is everywhere. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't. It always it always makes me laugh. So the main reason we bring this up is because for people who don't know, one of the biggest stipulations in the um, both the writer's strike and the actor's strike, both SAG and WGA, is the use of AI. Uh, because they uh, literally in the Writers Guild, their, <laughs> their main ask is, we just want you to promise you're not gonna use artificial intelligence to write these scripts. Yeah. And they're like, absolutely not, we're not promising that. In the SAG yeah. one, they're like, we just want you to promise that you're not taking a full body scan of us and you're gonna do an AI version of us for no money. <laughs> And they're like, no, we're not going to promise that. And it is just AI is slowly. I mean, there was a whole thing recently kind of blew up in their face a little bit where Levi's um, had made an announcement that they were going to um, start using AI models. And they showed the AI models. And you cannot, from a photograph, you cannot distinguish that it's not a real person. And it's not like a copy of a person. It is a a computer algorithm in a face. face. It's a brand new face. Like, made com- but made of like forty different people's faces. Yeah, exactly. Okay, just the sure. way AI does it. Yeah. Um, but they, the, <laughs> Levi's was like, we wanted to show a more diverse cast, so we're using AI to do that. And I was like, did you just announce that you weren't gonna hire <laughs> like diverse models, like or actors? Why get an You're just actual black woman <laughs> when we can have an AI create a non-actual oh. black woman? Guys, problem it solved. Was, it was insane. And as, the thing is, they were very taken aback. Like, no, this is us committing to diversity. And, we're like, and they no. thought the people would just be totally like, Levi's, you're doing great. This is I good. I know. <laughs> Man, I'll never work with them again now. It's They're very, they make great pants. I'll still wear them. But they have terrible. <sighs> But that wasn't they. They, they, they have since, processes. for the record, anyone with a half decent PR company, they have since reneged that. I do not believe they're going to continue with that program. Good. But all these pretty, I mean, they can really replicate anyone or anything. I mean, I'm sure you're seeing it a ton in voiceover world. 
So, I mean, I don't see it. So the effect it's had on me is actually for the first time, about a month ago, I had an audition for this thing. It's teaching mythology to kids, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, so I auditioned for some Greek characters and some Egyptian characters. And um, so I got I got cast as Zeus and as uh-huh. a set. And uh, my agent was like, hey, um, they want to cast you, but the uh, the producers are not... The producers are saying the lawyers will not put a no AI clause in the contract. But the fact that they're they're trying to shove AI into the contract already. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even shoving. It was just the fact that, like, they pretended that they couldn't do the project without it. And it's and my agent was like, that's bullshit. So we're going to try and get oh, yeah. them. They're just yeah. trying so to I, take your voice. I mean, who so would... So I looked at the, the, the numbers and I said, it's not nearly enough money to buy my voice, potentially. No. So they said, no. that's okay. No. Turns out... Every single actor they wanted to cast said no, Good. unless they have a no AI contract. So three weeks later, I get an email that's like, hey, everybody said no, so they're putting a no AI contract in there. This is what happened when I was yeah. just at dinner with my mother. Um, okay. I was telling her about my thing with AI and how they're like scanning people and scanning voices. Yeah, the and, background actors, yeah. And, yeah and, all, and, they, and she's like, well, here's the real problem. This is my 62-year-old mother. Hot take. Yeah. She's like, she's like, here's my problem. She goes, think about pornography. Yeah. And me and my Zach, brother. Zach, son of mine, eating think about pizza. pornography. Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. Um, okay, and she Mom, goes, thanks. Well, think about it. Now that you have AI, if you get someone who really knows what they're doing, but they're a real dog, you could put a pretty face on them. <laughs> so she and was, was, like, she was expositing. <laughs> So she was and celebrating like, the good that AI can do yeah. for pornography. She was telling me about how many jobs it would support. She's like, think about all the people. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, well, I just figure if you're doing pornography, you have to have a pretty face. And not everyone does, but they work oh, very hard and they know Mrs. what they're Miko, doing. Mrs. <laughs> Miko, you have not stumbled across OnlyFans, the, the uh, wonderland that is OnlyFans. If you, what if your kink is not pretty women? There AI is. has crushed your dreams. AI makes every woman in porn pretty. Oh, yeah. People will never get a boner again. These poor, poor people will never poor get a guys. boner again. Um, yeah. Do you want to do some happy news, though? Did you Please. ever play Magic the Gathering, my good friend? I didn't play it, but I did do the voice of uh, Tybalt for of their Keldheim expansion. Okay. Good. Yeah. Every time I ever name... Any I have vague... to immediately name drop and take it back. <laughs> and, no, 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 no. You, you can do that. No, you, name drop all you want. But I just think it's funny. You have such a uh, diverse voiceover career that every time I name any subject, you're like, oh, I did the voice for that. Oh, yo, yeah, I know about that because if... I did the voice of Hydrox Cookie. I'm Mr. Hydrox Cookie. I've been oh doing it God. for years. <laughs> I'd love to be the voice of Mr. I feel like Mr. Hydrox is like just a very old janitor, and he takes a very kind of like... Well, I might not be Oreos, but I was around first. Hydrox, fuck you, Oreos, you <laughs> goddamn thieves. Yes. Yeah. I think the whole goal, this this podcast was, was just meant to be about two friends having fun and creating a fun, safe community that we can all just sit and have fun about. And I, I feel like Hydrox. it's become just our campaign to get Hydrox to be more popular. Than they yeah, are. That's yeah, the whole yeah. Thing. 
the original. I will say, chocolate. Twenty years. Cookie. I have never had a commercial for Hydrox. I have I, had commercials for Oreos. I don't think they've ever had them. But anyway, <laughs> Magic the Gathering. Of course, Magic the Gathering. Them. Yes, I know um, there's a card game and there's like a yeah. uh, a digital card game. I didn't know about the digital card game. I used to play I it in th- elementary school. I was very yeah. good. I had a black and red deck that would fuck you up, and I had a nice. white and blue deck that would fuck you up. Um, and I don't remember how to play anymore. Other than okay. if you had a character that has trample, you're just fucked. Um, gotcha. There's a lot more stuff to do. But anyway, Magic the Gathering, it was a, it was a great game. Uh, they came out with a... Um, a promotional expansion that's all Lord of the Rings characters. Yes, uh-huh. yes, I do know of this. And I, I mean, even I, even me and my buddy Jason were buying them just because I was just like, I want to see. Because their whole thing was, the big thing, besides it's really great artwork and yeah. like really good alternative artwork and people who do play the game with them, the main thing was that they literally made a one ring to rule them, like the one ring. I and have heard about this, yeah. One, one single card. One yeah. single card. Yeah. And it was found by some guy in Canada. Uh-huh. And yeah, they said it was going to be at least $2 million. Thousand, two he found million, it, yeah. freaked out. Uh, his first thought, I need to call rapper Post Malone. Yeah. And he did, because Post Malone loves Magic the Gathering. And Post Malone, and I didn't know this beforehand, he had, because before this, I think one of the rarest card you can get in Magic, I think, is called a Black Lotus. Black Lotus, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 How do I, I remember, know this? I know that because when I was a kid, that was, because I was like, that was like the rare one when I was a child. And they're like, yeah. it still is. The black. And that one was like only 40000 or 400000 Well, apparently, um, Post Malone himself had bought a, a, a one-of-a-kind Black Lotus, it had a defect or something. I don't know what it was, uh-huh. but he paid $800,000 for it. So uh, right away, the guy's like, I'm calling Post Malone. And Good they did. for him. And he called Post Malone, and Post uh-huh. Malone was like, yes, I will take it. Now... Uh, good thing I'm not a journalist because I can't verify the actual number. But everyone was like, it's over $2 million. I've heard from great authority on TikTok um, <laughs> that it was $2.6 million for the one card, which is... Yeah, it was even, $2 million for the card and then 600000 for the shipping. Yeah, exactly. Of course, mm-hmm. as you do. you got to throw the insurance on. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, always get shipping insurance. Um, always get tracking, guys. Yeah, always get tracking. Oh, mm-hmm. that's... The idea of sending off, like, that's why I don't, like, putting a stamp in the mail. I'm just like, yeah. f- f- good luck. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's akin to me handing it to an owl and being like, yeah. you know what yeah. to do. I cannot imagine the stress of that guy as he oh. goes to the local, po- potentially, the local post office. And it's like, and it probably just looks like an envelope. And he goes, yeah. here you go. Hey, could you make sure they don't fold that? Like Ever? Like, like yeah. Like, he how handed you... it off in person, but you do have to send it away to get graded. So he sent sure. it away to get, which got oh, a, P- it got a, is it PSA? Yeah, but it, the score is, is out of, you know, one to 10. Yeah. Um, and it got a nine. And everyone's like, because they showed me the video. He basically took it out of the pack and he's like shaking and holding it. And you're like, oh. You're like, this is a bit much. But then you're like, this is also just some poor guy in Canada who just got $2.6 million. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's the thing. I know that there's some people on Twitch that their entire stream is is shucking cards. And, like, oh. you don't even see them. It's literally Opening just. Opening the card? I, I love. Yeah. yeah. That's a guilty pleasure of mine. I don't even know what, what it, like, I don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know what yeah, that yeah. card does. <laughs> I, like, but I'll yeah. watch someone open Yu-Gi-Oh packs forever. I, I haven't followed. <laughs> 
Pokemon yeah. since the original 150. And oh, I know people there's like, are opening Pokemon. They're, op- they're any sort of card that people collect and trade and sell. People are opening those. And I remember, I don't watch these things because it's not my my thing. But I did remember there was some. Okay, there was a card that if you looked at the very back bottom corner, if there was a symbol, it let you know it was a decoy. Yes. And you'd peel the fake back off yes. and it was, it was a, a mimic you. Ditto. ditto. There you go, ditto. yeah. And I remember, I remember thinking, that. like, that's yeah. really cool. Like, that one is cool. That one I'm yeah. into. They would do the things on those things where they would, like, weigh the cards. And they're like, oh, this is half an ounce more than it normally sure. is. I think this is the special I think there's something hidden so here. and so. And you're but like, like how do you impressive. like like okay so you said that the guy hand delivered the card to post malone oh yeah yeah okay like a because seriously crew. how do you send that and well God he had to that's you... the thing he had to send it off to get graded like there i would definitely have brought was packaging it. involved no 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 okay if i was the guy <laughs> and i found this card first off i would have placed it down so much and just started crying then i would have called yeah. post malone and said okay post you are going to come with me. We are going to bring it to the great. Like you get me a private jet to the grading place. I will watch him grade it, pick it up, get yeah. back on the plane, fly it to you. I yeah. would never let that out of my. I would. Yeah, take all I, the I private jet flights out of my fee. Exactly. Gonna, yeah, that's fine. Like I have never owned anything that expensive. That is so fragile. I have you, never. You I've bend owned a so corner. Few... And that's what two hundred and fifty thousand dollars just oh, taken yeah. away. I own oh, God, so just thinking few about it, expensive things in general, yeah. and I just remember, like, did you when you were renting? Did you ever get renter's insurance? No, we said that we were going to get it every fucking month. Every <laughs> month we lived there for fteen years. We got to do this. Well, we got to do this. I had it. I didn't use it once. I like of course I not, just paid because you had it. it. People exactly. who buy renter's insurance never need it. I am so. Oh, yeah astonished that we were never broken into burnt down exploded but that's the best part is when you fill out renter's insurance you also have there's like a property claim section and you have to yeah literally, you have to take pictures and videos you have to of take pictures everything and you literally own. list the most expensive things you own so they yeah. see it and for me was it humbling for, or was it kind of cool oh it was beyond it? humbling i was like we have nothing because <laughs> no, i remember because they specifically they're like oh, we only worry about items more than four hundred thousand like no, More 400. than 400. And we looked around, and I'm like, I don't think so there's much of that in here. Your, your TV. I paid 220 for that TV at Costco. Uh, I have, like, you know, I was like, I don't think I have anything that expensive. Yeah. We literally, like, took a photo of her engagement ring, and I was like, that's it. That's the most expensive thing I've ever bought. Here you go. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no, no, no. This is just for, for me. If everything burns, I was hoping you'd cut me a clean check and I could yeah. buy a new life. That's what yeah. I wanted. I'm not going to get into it, but we had friends recently a couple blocks away, basically. Uh, their whole house burnt down. Um, fuck. That your insurance company is designed to fuck you. To not so, pay you. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. They at, Last time I checked with them, uh, the insurance company wanted to pay them something like 13%. <laughs> of everything that they were asking for 13 percent and they've been paying this company for years oh yeah and nothing happens but as soon as something happens oh i don't know man mm, uh, can you do 13 cents on a dollar buddy man? oh i just remember the only thing that's come that's close filthy. to that for me is having to like 
negotiate with the landlord about how much of your security deposit you're getting back. And they're like, look at this. Look at this. These walls are terrible. And I'm like, these walls are terrible walls. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you didn't pay them the whole time we were fucking here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Did I you ever it. collect? I, uh, did you ever collect cards when you were a kid, or did you? Just I collected use them Pokemon to like... cards and I collected Magic cards. Magic cards I used to play, Pokemon cards because uh, that's just what you did. Like Pokemon <laughs> cards were like I never. I collected the shit out of them. I needed a new deck or a new booster pack or a uh-huh. new something. Not, like any time, I never learned how to play the game. I never, and were there only gave... 150 cards, like one per Pokemon? No, 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 no. There's 100. Well, yes, but then there's like, like Magic the Gathering. There's like items and trainer cards oh, and like mono. little boosters. But gotcha, and there's gotcha, like gotcha. different versions of like this is Pikachu, but this is Pikachu with red cheeks, and this is Pikachu <laughs> right after he evolved from Pichu. And sure, like, oh, okay. this is Pikachu a candid shot at lunch. Exactly. Yeah, this okay. is him fishing. How cute does he look? So I never, I never collected any of the the game cards i collected uh the marvel cards again i'm i'm older than Mm -hmm. you i collected these in the uh late 80s early 90s so i collected the marvel cards and i collected the uh the x-men cards and i never had a complete collection but uh i went home and i my all all my kids stuff is in florida where i'm not from uh zach That's not what Robo Paul says. Robo Paul um, says you're from Florida. It always have been. Andy wants to kiss you, so yeah. I don't know who I'm going to believe so here. So it is not Robo Paul. Let's be honest. <laughs> so anyway, changing the subject, yeah. um, I had a binder of like all my cards, and I remember I was home at one point, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring this back up to New York with me, and I'm flipping through them, and I'm like, I never really collected anything as a kid. And I'm like, you know, a couple of these series, because I had series one, two, three, and four of Marvel cards and two of the X-Men. And I was like, you know, some of these are only missing like eight cards. And I remember way back when in, in like comic book stores, they would sometimes have like collector, like baseball card stuff and yeah, where yeah. you could buy an individual card. So I hop onto eBay and I'm like, oh, how expensive are these? Turns out I could get the entire series for 80 bucks. So like 250 bucks later, I have all the cards that I was missing plus all the hologram cards. Oh, that's not, I felt Those like those shits the were a thing. little more expensive. They were a Anything little more that was expensive. Hologram, whether it was yeah. a card or did you do pogs? I owned I I got on the pog train oh. when I was when I moved to Florida from New York City in 8th grade, I want to say. There's nothing else good in Florida but pogs. No, there's racism in pogs, yeah. So I got on the pog train and maybe 3 weeks and I was like this is dumb. It's just tiddlywinks. Like this is this is dumb. It it's tiddlywinks, it's, it's marbles. Tiddlywinks. Yeah. This is dumb. Yeah. So no, I, I for, backed off of that. For the hard. very young, um, Tiddlywinks is a game that was at your grandmother's house solely. Yes. <laughs> wasn't I don't actually else. know what tiddlywinks are. Tiddlywinks were the little flat plastic discs. Okay. And mini were, pogs. Mini pog well the the original <laughs> before pog. These gave pogs these were the original pogs were tiddlywinks. Okay. Little plastic this, discs. So tiddlywinks are the hydrox to pogs yes, Oreos. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And the whole game was to get your color. There was like a little like dish thing in the middle, and you'd uh-huh. just press down on one with another and flip it up like you yeah. do in that to land in a like a bowl. And that was so, it. That was Tiddlywinks, and whoever so got all quarters. their shit in the bowl. Yeah, Instead of, quarters is Tiddlywinks. It's quarters. 
Yeah, exactly. Good. I'm but, glad we alcoholized Tiddlywinks. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but Pogs, just for Pogs. those who don't know, it was cardboard. Alpha's back in Pog was... form. <laughs> I Sorry. hope that was one of your jobs. No, that's uh, from The oh, Simpsons. Right. That's Millhouse. That was my shitty, shitty Millhouse impression. Oh, it was brilliant, whatever it was. <laughs> but Pogs were a version of Tiddlywinks, but it was also just gambling for children. Because the way it worked was you would get, you, you would, would use your them? smasher. Oh, yeah. Oh. You would, like, stack all the pogs up of your opponents. Oh, oh you pogs. Had... I thought tiddlywinks. I, no, I didn't no, no, know no. that. Okay, no, pogs. pogs. Oh, I remember I pogs. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they, you would take your smasher, your, like, metal disc or plastic yeah. disc. Yeah. And you would, like, hit all their pogs. And I think if it was, their, I don't remember if it was face up or down, but if it was, like, face, face up, you up. got to keep those pogs. I so think it was face up. gambling yeah. with children at all times. I, I think which is, I like, which is Marble's school. rules. It's the same exactly. thing. It's like Marble's rules. And I remember in, in, in high school, though, or I guess eighth grade is in high school, I remember whenever pogs were the thing, um, that there were people who'd be like, okay, no keepsies, no keepsies. Like, it would be established. Oh, you had like, to do that. You had to do that. Because otherwise you're losing all your pogs. Exactly. And I don't want to yeah, lose wait, pogs. Uh, ooh, ooh, I remembered there was a, a fish skeleton on my metal smasher. Oh. Well, and I don't of... know if that was the brand. It was a fish skeleton. Oh, I think that no, was... that was a brand. I had one of those, too. But the ah, one I re- look at but that. But the one the I liked. Shit we remember. The one I liked was brass, and it had an eight ball on it with thorns going around it, and a- I remember uh, that. Oh, a, shit. A rose coming out of the thorn, and it yes! was holographic in the background. That was my smasher. That's crazy. Now I want Man. to look up pogs on eBay and then not buy them. I can't wait. Them. My daughter has never has has been using a screen from birth. Like she uses my phone. You did not have the no she screen time discussion. You were like, "We have a baby. Give the baby an iPhone no. for kids. Give it immediately." God, <laughs> I, that is that's my number one parenting recommendation. They're like, "We're limiting screen time. Their screen time. Screen no. time starts at zero years. Screen time is right away because you have shit to do. You're working yeah. from home. You, you have to bathe. Dinner. You got to dinner." Yeah, so you give them a screen, and you monitor what they watch. That's sure. the thing. I'm not just Parental handing my locks kid and I'm stuff. Like, no, God, no. I just have Netflix Kids and Disney Plus, and that's there it. You go. And that's what she could watch, and PBS Kids. That's it. Disney so, Plus like, now has Deadpool, Zach. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've. She's grown. I wanted to get into the. How old is she now? <laughs> Three and a half. That's You're fine. cool with her watching Deadpool. No, or actually, I wasn't allowed to watch Couples <laughs> Therapy the other night because they were talking about sex. So Laura's like, we need to turn this off. And I'm like, she's watching her. Th- oh, fine. So, no, my no. Laura, uh, Maggie has a very um, curated <laughs> view of the world. Nice. Anything. Like, she, like, she. At three she years old, I don't consider that overprotective. I think no. that's good parody. No, no, yeah. no. Lots Parenting of screen time, but we do go, but what's on the screen? What do you, do, you do Coco Melon? Are you a supporter of Coco Melon? I am vehemently anti Coco Melon. Oh, anti Coco Melon. Anti. For two reasons. They don't pay their voice actors shit. It's $300 an episode. Fuck yeah. them. Um, that might sound great, but again, as we discussed, it's like, yeah, three hundred dollars for a day of work is fine, but it's the fact that they also use that forever, In and then they merchandise it, and then it's yeah. streaming to. It's the most popular kids show ever. It's streaming to billions, two billion yeah. people, and you got three hundred bucks anyway. Three hundred dollars, yeah. No, yeah, we don't do that. We, I'm anti Coco Melon. I'm anti Peppa Pig. 
I oh. am uh, very pro Bluey, very pro, Bluey. pro Sesame Street. Sure, um, Sesame Street's classic, yeah. <clears throat> very pro Mecha Builders, which is a like Sesame Gundam. St- it's a Sesame Street spinoff where Abby, Cookie, and Elmo are Gundams that help people. It is fucking so good. It is so good. It Man. makes no sense. Their whole thing, though, is they can grow really big, but but once there's once all six pieces go around, then we get small again, and that's that's what that's that's the whole show. You gotta have rules. You gotta they just have get rules. big, and they're like, oh, oh, three of the pieces of the pie are gone. What does it mean now? One, two, three, and you're like. This is great. This is great programming. Is it we educational it. in any way? Do they? It's teach? very educational. It's very good about problem solving. It's okay. very good about okay. geometry. That one Ooh. specifically, like it's I don't a, even know geometry. That is our big thing. Is and again, this is very like bougie parent of me. But I, mm. we, we, with the exception of Disney movies, which we can make the argument about like morals and it teaches courage and all that stuff. Sure. We her TV show she watched has to have some sort of or most of the time has to have some sort of educational component. Gotcha. Hence, Sesame Street's what we lived off of forever. Because for one, Absolutely. Sesame Street is brilliant. It is amazing. It, yeah. uh, great people work there. I know so there's something Sesame Street's also one of those casts that if you're in the creative community and you live in New York, eventually somehow at a bar a conversation you're like i know a guy on sesame street too yeah, and then christina you're all... knows some some folks yeah she actually worked <laughs> that's with, all you uh, do laura henson oh yeah 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 i've actually met um i've been meeting sesame street people individually separately not connected not like i met a sesame street cast member and yeah. then met the rest of them through them no 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 i am like individually not related to anybody meeting three separate sesame street actors through your your job or just through like life subway? just through life wow just through okay. job life sometimes friend of another friend and then i get to do the whole like do you know and i list half the cast of sesame yeah. street and i'm just That's like nice. i shouldn't know these people but i do <laughs> I feel like it's important for us as giants to know people involved with Sesame Street. Oh, absolutely. Because they gave us, listen, I'm a big fan of uh, Eureka's Castle. Sure, I remember that. And that that was some of the first positive uh, giant role models we had as kids. The the giant that wound up the castle. Yeah, yeah. Sweetums. I remember Sweetums. Sweetums from Muppets? Love me some Sweetums. Sweetums is great, yeah. I remember... The Giants from Fraggle Rock, maybe not as much. No. Remember them? They were a little ugly, a yeah, little slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember them vaguely. Yeah. But but anyway, uh, so anything with a good giant makes me happy. But anyway, yeah. I met like three different people from Eureka's Castle, too. Also That's separate. Awesome. I mean, half of them worked. There's obviously, once Eureka's Castle was done, Sesame Street's like, hey, guys, that was a good show. Yeah. yeah. Come over Check here. this out. Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> You ran with the Bush Leagues. Now, welcome <laughs> to 50. I mean, this is season on Sesame Street. This is season um, 56, I believe. I like that. I like it's, that. I, I love it so much. It's so yeah. good. going to take a couple of questions. If you guys want to submit your own viewer questions or listener questions, I don't know. If you want to, if uh, audience member questions, yes. uh, submit it to any of the social medias that you may have followed. Again, at Fifi Fochums, we're the only people with access to it at the moment. Please don't hack it. 
we will read them and we'll add your questions to ours. So yeah, we got a couple questions from the small folk. You people are so petty and tiny. <laughs> I feel like if we're going to get sued, getting sued by, by Disney right off the bat, that's a solid lawsuit to lead with. It's also, that's like the, uh, there's no uh, NEPR is a good PR thing. Press. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, Tiny unknown podcast gets sued, get by, sued Disney? by Disney? You should Let's listen check. to them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's check that out. <laughs> this is this has right. got to be good. So we got a couple good. We got a couple good sexual white guys. <laughs> I know. Got to spice it up a little. Um, speaking of which, here's our questions. Uh, Madtown Billy has a question, and he asks, "If you can go back in time, without the butterfly effect, what would Ooh. you change in history, yours and everyone's?" <laughs> That's a good question. Um, so for one. those of you who don't, I'm going to mess this up, but for those who didn't see an Ashton Kutcher movie in 2002, <laughs> um, the butterfly effect is a theory that if you go um, back, or it's, if you touch the tiniest thing while time traveling, it'll have massive ripples and massive consequences. The whole idea is is the, the butterfly effect is because if a butterfly flaps its wings in a different place on one side of the globe, it can cause a tsunami on the other side of the globe by the crazy trickle of events. If you've ever seen any Final Destination movie. Yeah. Or even like, the new Flash movie, they kind of yeah. get into that. Yeah. So, Although I never bought into that because a butterfly, like, if you fart, the fart doesn't keep going. The fart no. stops. A butterfly just... It's like I, may, I think it's that it'll eventually affect somehow have the tiniest effect on the wind, which changes the weather patterns, which changes. It's just the idea that it can build up. It's like sure. the, it's like um, I just don't agree with the title yeah. of it. I agree with the idea. Yeah. I guess that like a tiny event can lead to because it can't because it's almost like it's just a domino effect. Yeah, I think domino, domino effect, effect. Mean, means more in my mind than the butterfly effect. So and meaning I, think I did see that movie. Also. So this is so our Madtown Billy's whole premise is that there would the thing you changed in the past would be a direct change copy cut paste out of like that thing's gone I guess to minimize if you start thinking about it you're like any little thing anyone you bump into on the street it's going to ripple out that's the whole could multiverse yeah, theory. exactly yeah yeah so he's just he's basically is like if you could make it clean <laughs> where you're not fucking the whole world up what would you do and I'll go first. How about for me? Please. Let's yeah, do yeah. for me. Because he said for me and for everyone. So two answers. So two answers. Okay. okay. Uh, <clears throat> I would have given... I don't know why this is the first thing that comes to mind. I would have given... Um, in sixth grade, the little Valentine's Day chocolate box to a different girl because the girl I gave it to was the most popular girl in sixth grade. And, or maybe she's not going to appreciate grade. that. I think it was fifth grade. And she literally took it and she's like, why did you give me this? And then she gave it to another boy and he ate it in front of me. And I think that caused all of my insecurities in life. That single wow. moment. I think ever since then I was like, woof. That's my Fisher King wound. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's pretty harsh. So I would change that, maybe. Um, I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind, but in general, it would it would do you know I'd want it to be you something clearly that know made your me more... flashpoint. Yeah, I think it's just I would <laughs> I want to do something that would have made me more confident throughout my life. And in yeah. my head, I'm like that was the first time I really felt not confident. <laughs> is when yeah, she... I think it was fifth grade. I don't know. All I know is I was like. Could not believe it. 
Both that very was, vulnerable ages, fifth and sixth like, grade. Whoa. Yeah, ten and eleven. It was the thing because that was still the age where you had to give every person in class a Valentine. Sure. And I gave every person in class a Valentine, and you know they have the one little chocolate heart on each one. Yeah. But then I gave like a little mini Whitman's like sampler. Oh, the sampler, thing. yeah. I mean, it was the mini one. It was shaped like a heart. It probably had six so, candies in it. Yeah, four. But or it six, was like yeah. clearly like this is the special one, <laughs> and I gave it to the prettiest girl in the fifth grade, and she was she did not, not appreciate kind it. to me because she was the prettiest girl in fifth grade. Yeah, she gave it directly to my um, elementary school bully. D- oh, like just handed it straight to him, and then he's like, "Ha ha, Ezico," because that's what he called me because he was too dumb. To insult a person, so he just mushed my name together and called me Zico, and I hated him. And do you ever do you ever look him up on Facebook or whatever? Do a little stalking. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's doing he's bad. A, I hope. Um, no. Or doing badly. No. He he works as a um he he works as a uh, golf course um maintenance person, but like a nice golf course, like real nice. I'm not. I'm not going to comment. I'm just going to smile. <laughs> It's a great. I mean, it's a very great looking golf course. Before it's a guy. great golf course. Um, so I would change that because I feel like I'd have more confidence to tackle a lot of the things that I would have wanted to do. Yeah. Um, the other one with history, your obvious choice is you you go right to how can I cause the most good? Like which event is like where it was real bad? Yeah. Right. Like. My, I mean, I can get philosophical with it. Like, I, if the if the Tower of Babel existed, if that was a real story that everyone spoke the same language, and then they yeah. tried to build a tower to meet God, and He punished them and made them all speak different languages. If sure. I could undo that shit, that would be great. But that didn't happen. Um, so you went straight know. for the Bible. Wow, I would have thought the first thing well, you'd go be- for is killing Hitler. Like, well, that Hitler is that's the, the generic. That's like it is the kind of go to, yeah. The go to is I would kill Hitler. That's why I'm trying to like go earlier. I'm like, okay, Hitler was like definitely yeah. bad people the, the existed mo- before. It was really fucking bad, yeah. but like there were other genocides before then, and let's sure. try to cut those off as well. Yeah, like definitely. Here's the goal. This is what you do. You need to find a goal that I can change anything in history, but through the results. Hitler does have to die along the chain or at least never come into power at yeah. the very least. So you're like, you can, you can choose something that's not Hitler as long as Hitler's taken care of with your side effect. As long as he's taken out. Yeah. We all agree. Hitler has to go. Yeah. So yeah, as long yeah. as he gets taken out along the domino chain, you can yeah. change other things. But like, okay. yeah, that's, hmm. I know it's fucking tough. Well, so here's the thing. Okay, no. Okay. I would, and this is going to get genetic. We do not have this ability yet. But, but neither do we have time travel. So no, we do not have that either. That I we think know if of. we gained this technology, we get to yeah. play with others. Exactly. Yeah. We, we can break it. If we're breaking one rule, we can break two rules. Okay. Yeah, so here's agreed. what I would do. I would find some sort of... Uh, Whatever the genetics that forms racism or, or like, un, unwarranted irrational hatred, you know? Mm-hmm. whatever Just like hatred of the other. 
Yeah, Xenophobia. That's where I was. That's where I was going with the the Babel thing. I'm like, man, yeah. if that was history, because that's the whole idea. Is that's how there's so many different languages and cultures in the biblical world. Yeah, is that they did the Babel, and God's like, no, no, no. Everyone so, speaks different languages and looks different now. Okay, and so that I, was yeah. the original like. That, and I was like, if that was a real moment in history, that's where you want to go. You want to, like you said, you want racism, xenophobia, hate, violence. You want to cut all that stuff yeah. off. Yeah. And okay. then you're like. Yeah. So what I'm going to, I guess I'm going to take the scientific side of that. The, okay. the future, the sci-fi equivalent of that. So are you um, going forward? Is that what you're no. telling me? Oh. So what I would do is I would get this, I would develop a serum that makes racism it causes instantaneous stage four brain cancer. Oh. So anybody that's like, ah, I don't like that guy because he's not the same color as me. Just there gone. you go. Yeah. The aneurysm so would it's be like, cleaner, but, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm not talking about like, you know, like, you know, oh man, you know, I, I bumped into this guy and there was some aggression. I wonder if it was because he was different from me. I'm talking about people who are like, yeah, I don't like that guy because he's, uh, he's a different guy. I'm going to do a little Norm MacDonald for a second. Yeah, I don't like that guy because he's, uh, he's a different color than I am. Just instantly. So as soon as Hitler started to be like, you know who I'm going to attack? The Jews. Just, just boom, take it out. So Hitler gets taken away along with Mussolini, along with Pol Pot, along with all these racist pieces of shit that yeah. are totally not only living like happy lives, but out in, out in the open now because it's cool to be racist. Or it's, I guess it's uh, racists aren't getting punished or, or being you know taken down for this. Ooh, fucking so is the worst. I don't know. I feel like that would be kind of the way to do it. So people who were like, I am racist. Just take them yeah. out. Yeah. That would yeah. be great. I don't know how we do that. I like how we both with, went. With this serum that doesn't oh, exist. Yeah, serum, that I would go all the way back to the first men. Uh, I'm assuming it was men. And inject yeah. something into them. So as soon as it's like, man, I hate that other tribe. Why? Because their their skin's different than me. Yeah. As soon as it Zug stops being is like. Dead. Zug dead. <laughs> Zug's head explodes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Poor Zug. Not poor Zug. He was the racist. Not poor Zug. He's a racist, He's a racist. piece of shit. Fuck Zug. Zug can gotcha. fucking die. And his descendants can be purged from this timeline. And here's the thing. Maybe this is a horrible idea. Maybe one of Hitler's descendants <laughs> will find the cure to cancer. I, I just love I, I just know. love that your thing is like, these people have caused uh, hell and they've do, done nothing but horribleness and so many people have died. So I am going to kill as many people as I can. Oh yeah, <laughs> this happening, and you're like, oh, this is how gods change. This is how, There's a reason this I'm is an how actor. pantheons change right now. Everything I do is dramatic. It's a disease, oh oh, but it's not boy. a disease like racism. So, Good. so I guess Good. that would be the world. And uh, personally, I'd probably uh, not join the football team, and which led to my <laughs> get eventual. Your eye uh, blindness. That's a good one too. That's a good or one too. Or I would I would see uh, David Bowie with Nine Inch Nails opening because it was a really amazing show. Uh, I, like I missed it. it. Yeah. Oh, so one no. or the other. I'd either restore my sight or I would I'd see uh, Nine Inch Nails opening for Bowie. Maybe uh, getting your sight would also give would you allow me the to go to the show to go to Bowie. The Bowie. Bowie. The all gay Bowie review. Exactly. Oh, who um, in the Bowie fish? 
Hootie He's and the Blowy the, Fish. It, it's like a double a cover band. David yeah. Bowie Hootie cover band. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, Coming and going asks us. Um, you may not be able to get into this because of non competes. Oh, that's fun. Uh, but since you're uh, because of why non competes. Since oh. you get to try on, okay, since you get to try on a lot more clothing than the average person, which brands do you gravitate towards your wardrobe and which ones get your body? That is a great question um, that I was not sure where it was going for a second. I was just yeah. like, oh, non-competes. This is, a, this is just a kind person who is worried that I am going to lose clients by <laughs> talking about. By having about, a preference. Yeah. By having a preference. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. Um, yeah, for me personally, so being a big guy, anyone who knows this, who has been larger, it doesn't regardless of gender, if you've been more than five seven and more than one hundred and fifty pounds, or 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 dramatically lower than those numbers, you cannot find anything. Like no. clothing has been very very difficult to find for anyone, not the absolute sample size. Just because this is the way I can, we'll do a whole podcast on how that's how the industry works and how fashion is a very old industry and they're very slow to grow and they don't like taking chances. That's why they do the most average crap anyway. Yeah. But there's a couple of bands. So, but since I've started modeling about eight years ago, the, this, it has changed a lot. A lot of companies have gotten more into inclusive sizing. A lot of companies have expanded their stuff. This is literally, there's a, ma- a lot of great plus size and big and tall clothing places out there now. This is specifically what I like to wear non-professionally. If I'm being paid, I like all of it. I like it all so much. <laughs> I love to wear it if you're paying me. But this is what's in my closet on the days that I'm at home not getting paid. Uh, so there's a company called One Bone Brand. I think they do amazing, amazing work. Uh, they're based out of uh, Toronto, I think. They're based out of Canada. I think it's Toronto. It could be Montreal. Up there. Uh, this side of Canada. The eastern side of Canada. Um, they make basics, t-shirts, uh, you know, hoodies. And so I'm, this is a One Bone shirt I'm wearing now. I can't get too far back to... I don't have that much space where you could see it, but it's a great t-shirt. Um, they have a very good cut and they specifically make like they go up to, they, 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 they're inclusive enough where they've changed their sizing. They don't have like XL, triple XL, blah, 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 blah. They have one, two, three, four, five. Like those are their sizes. And that's just, just numbers, just numbers. And I like you know, that. they have a little size chart for like what it go, you know, what it equates Actual to numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really nice. And their pants are A, B, C, D, E. Like, those are the thing. And everything's so comfortable. So I love One Bone's, like, my basics. That's what I get. Um, I do a lot of outdoors stuff. Um, I L.L. Bean's uh, yeah. tall fit clothing. I used to exclusively wear L.L. Bean as a child because my only source of clothes being my height was my father's L.L. Bean hand-me-downs <laughs> that he bought from the L.L. Bean catalog because they were the only people with tall sizes. Um, hmm. So L.L. Bean fits me great, and I love wearing it. Um, my favorite jeans are Levi's, even though we can't. Sorry, I, don't, I do not appreciate you using uh, AI models. but you Fake make a, people of color. But you Because make a, we can't find any, guys. We looked all over. We can't find any gosh darn people of color. We'll get a computer to whip us up oh a couple. We'll be it fine. It was so embarrassing. But yeah. they make a great gene. 
Um, so, so, but that, but go vintage. Go, don't, don't pay them again. Pay the, uh, pay the person that owns the thrift shop. Fucking sure. Get, get all your Levi's stuff and get it. I mean, or yeah, this is the problem with being not rich and an actor model is you do have that feeling where you're like, they might pay me again one day. I can't talk. You can't totally shit on it. But here's the thing. Hopefully yeah. they're aware enough that no, like, yeah, we fucked up. They're good. Please hire yeah. me. They're very nice. And I think it was good intentioned. I really do. They're, I think it was just done. And they've rescinded all of it. They've done the right thing. They've done the yeah. right thing. So I'm not, there's no. I'm just I, surprised I, I, it got out. I'm surprised out. someone on their know. team was like, this is a good idea. I know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but I'm more curious to know, uh, Paul, what you would say. Because I'm always, I'm, I know where to get the best stuff because I've worked with all these places. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a dirty pig boy. So I have no, curious what other yeah. big and tall guys where they buy. So my shit's pretty basic. Uh, I don't think I have a brand of socks. I think gold toe. I wear my gold feet toe. are size that's fifteen. That's definitely yeah. a big foot person. I Is wear it? Gold there toe. you go. Yeah, yeah. My I have a size fifteen foot. How big are your feet? What are you? I wear fourteen, so not 14, too much okay. bigger, but enough where like the standard is. I'm already I'm two sizes off the we're standard. Two, those yeah, are twelve. The so last like, last time I bought shoes, they were low top Converse. Mm-hmm. I had to order them off the Converse site because they did not have the colors I wanted. In over 13. So I have mm-hmm. a royal purple pair of low tops, a gray pair of uh, low tops that say shoe on the back of the heel because you can put writing. One of the things when you're filling out your thing is it's like, what do you want to say on your shoe? And it's oh. like, I'll put shoe on the back of them just to remember. And I had like a bubblegum pink low top that they did not make any of them in, in size uh, 15. So I have three hmm. pairs of those. Those are the shoes I wear. I own Keens. I think I still have them somewhere. Keens, um, I remember them. Keens are nice. Yeah, they work for me. Um, what do you do so for that's... pants and shirts? That's my main, my main so, curiosity. Pants, I honestly could not tell you. I have three or four pairs of jeans. I mm-hmm. have like four pairs of shorts. I don't even know. I don't even, maybe Gap? If you had to go buy something right now, what store would you go to? Well, so uh, all of my shirts are band shirts. I have about 85 T-shirts that are either Nine Inch Nails, They Might Be Giants, Beck, Eels, St. Vincent, Coil, uh, Beck, if I haven't already said that. Um, So there's those bands. And then I have a bunch of just nerdy shirts. I have a Deadpool shirt. I have a Rick and Morty shirt. I have a couple video game shirts. But all of them are from... The Nine Inch Nails store, the Beck store, uh, the Kojima Productions store. So, and I usually am getting a triple X, um, because I triple X one hundred percent. Because I've learned I can do some double X's, but I've also learned, haha, uh, in Europe a double XL is an XL. Uh, I had oh, to. Oh boy, we've had that conversation with my clients a yeah. thousand times. Yeah, where if you're in Europe, ask, you need to send me a quadruple XL or well, a quintuple my, XL. It depends on where it is because people are like, "Well, what size does he normally wear?" And I have to go. It depends on your pattern. I'm anywhere yes. from a large tall to a six XL. Yeah, six XL, and that sounds unimaginable to a normal human being. But yeah, six yeah. XL in France. Is that, I can't. XL? I can barely wear it, and it's. I mean, I remember yeah. my favorite jacket for a while because even somehow they were European sized. 
by yeah. accident. It was a Michael Kors jacket, and it was at okay. DXL, which is a, a big, big and tall Yeah, chain. DXL. I bought from that. And yeah. um, it was a Michael Kors jacket, and he was just like, you can try it on. No one's had any luck yet. And I said, okay. <laughs> like it's it with the sword and the stone. It's like yeah. and a lot I put of people. It, on a, it actually fit pretty well. And like, <laughs> nice. It was a little tight in the arms, but it fit pretty well, and it was nice. And it was like triple discounted. And sure. I was just like, this is a really nice coat. Why don't people? And then I took it off and I saw that it was a 6XL. It was a, or a, no, it was a 7XL. And I was. That is and for, ridiculous. And for big and tall stores, I'm the smaller side that goes in there. I am, yeah, I yeah, am yeah. the guy that I need to go to a big and tall store, but at yeah. the big and tall store, I'm in the smallest sizes there. Yeah. So I'm the in the fact, same place as you that it's, we're not yeah. so big and tall that we're like, yes, good. 5XL. Perfect. It's like. Yeah. Most of the stuff doesn't fit us. Yeah, I'm actually for me, it's a length. one. It's all length. Yeah. I'm an XLT for mm-hmm. a couple things. But yeah, so that's the other thing I was going to say. I did need to get some nice button-down shirts. So I had LL Bean for a while. They were pretty much all plaid. You yeah, know. they're big on plaid. Yeah, and they looked great. They felt great for the most part. Um, some of them still fit me. I, I just don't really wear those. Like I'm yeah. walking around the house in a t-shirt. But when I got some fancy stuff, I I went to I think it was a DXL Probably. and I bought I went there for my wedding. So I nice. Feel, yeah. No, for for my wedding, I actually had a shirt made at Turnbull and Asser. Um <laughs> it was uh it was a beautiful button-down shirt that I was able to wear once, then it got stained with sweat and turned piss yellow. So that Gross. was $350, literally torn up and thrown away. Yeah, DXL uh, was where we went for all of our, like, not not the wedding suits themselves, but, like, yeah. all, like, I had to get something for, like, rehearsal dinner and then, like, gotcha. other stuff. And, like, DXL is who I will go to in a pinch. But, so DXL, but yeah, so those I got are good. four or five Robert Graham shirts because Robert Graham, I love the style because, like, I'm a loud, tall guy. Like, yeah, it's like, not like I'm a tall guy and I need to wear a loud shirt because that's what tall people wear. I'm a loud, anyone, tall guy. So I bought like four or five Robert Grahams and I will wear them. I love Robert Graham stuff. Has anyone ever seen um, I Think You Should Leave where the episode, um, Netflix is a truck company. We do not support them in any way. Um, but Tim Robinson. But Tim Robinson all supports guy, so and much. He's fucking brilliant. Yeah. He has, did you ever see the sketch where he's just like, I have to go Dan Flashes because his shirt is so Dan crazy. Flashes. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. is what Robert Graham shirts are. They're like he's the been using his per so diem. Ex- he's been using his per diem to go to Danny Flash's. Shut up, Ian, you fucking scum! But I have oh. been going to Danny Flash's. I've not been eating a lot of food. Oh. Their patterns are so complicated. I love it. I love yeah. it so much. And oh. I don't go for the skull designs. The Robert Graham skull stuff feels a little too. It feels very Ed Hardy. Very like I don't even uh, know what that means. No, t- I oh, was going to yes, say it feels do. like I should not you be wearing it as a white person. It seems yeah. like cultural appropriation for some reason. But like I have a magenta shirt that's kind of metallic. Wow, love it. I have some like it looks like an aquarium. I love that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like, I like a purple shirt. I like a magenta. Yeah. Like so yeah, Robert shirt. Graham. When I'm feeling fancy, uh, my I think the only oh, suits I've ever bought have been Jose Banks because. I'm always like, when Just I get there like and they measure too. me, they're like, we have two suits that would fit you. And it's like, awesome, let's do one of those. 
Well, <laughs> but yeah, Joseph A. Banks will do custom clothing for you, just so you know. They are really? a proud client of mine. Did Not of this podcast, that? but of Zach Miko personally. We're big hey, fans I like of him Joseph too. I think I wore Joss A. Banks suit. I wore Joss A. Banks suit to my wedding. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the shoes, and then I wore the Turnbull and Asser shirt once. I had a tie and matching pocket square from Bergdorf. I want to say it's like a beautiful teal and orange paisley. Oh, I looked real good. I looked real, real good. And my wife had a custom dress made by these two hippies in the city. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a brand. Like they made her, her dress. Um, and it sort of coincided with the colors. We looked real good. This question is going to be so interesting for three people. Three people. Everyone else are going to be just like, man, that was do you want like do you want, do you have like a last question that's just something <laughs> yeah, for let's everybody? Do one more. Yeah, this let's get everybody. quotidian. Let's let's let, let's yeah, yeah, lower yeah. this bar. Okay, let's uh, get there. So the final question. Final question. Uh, TikTok anonymous is their name. Great name. Um, Elon, is that you? If you were your own personal version of Jesus Christ. What would your communion be, i.e. your wine and bread? So this is my blood, this is my body. Yeah. If you were the Messiah, would they be eating wine and bread, or what would they be chowing down on? I got got this. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready for you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll have one pretty Uh, soon. The blood would be Surge. The late 90s... Coca-Cola, ultra-caffeinated. No, it was just ultra-caffeinated. It was high sugar, high caffeine. And they brought it back recently. You can buy 24-ounce cans uh, or 18-ounce cans directly from Amazon, which I did when they came back out, and I cracked one open and I smelled it back to 1997. Like, time travel. We were talking about time travel before. I time traveled back to 1997. I took a sip. Bam! 19-fucking-97. I remember um, that stuff just being the, sh- the like I remember even yeah. even even as a child I remember taking a sip of surge yeah. and being like this is too much hook yeah. it to my veins yeah so luckily I only think I bought one or two cases since they came out because I also understand that my forty plus year old body would die if I, I drank surge one or on a two cases. Basis. Well, yeah, because you could only buy them. You could buy them as individual cans for like seven dollars a can, mm-hmm. or you could buy a case for like twenty bucks. That's why you have a case of Hydrox at your house. The cases are way cheaper. <laughs> I don't know why. What the I wanted fuck to am just send you two them? bags, and they're like, nope. Send if the case. anybody trick or treats, we're yeah. a bit off the off the street. If anybody yeah. trick or treats, they're getting a bag of fucking Hydrox, a full package. On the one hand, I'm like, wow, a full bag of, oh. Hydrox, we're going to be those people. What a what an awful thing we're setting up. And I All guess right. communion so surge, wafer, yeah, really really good New York pizza, just a slice uh, or like cut into pieces, just really nice New York pizza, just yeah, just cheese and tomate. Oh, tomato, was, tomate, I, so whatever. Yeah, for me, I was also yes. go for, I, I was leaning towards pizza. Yeah. For my for my body because yeah. pizza is also my favorite food. It's in my body. It's very I had pizza tonight. I have not had I, I give myself one pizza a month. I have oh. not had my August pizza yet. I am uh once a week minimum on pizza. I will have pizza once a, I grew up. My family was a very big pizza family. Sure. Friday night was pizza night. We had Ooh, pizza. pizza night. You every, had a pizza night. Every That's Friday awesome. night we had pizza. 
So I was leaning towards pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was leaning towards because I'm a I'm an evangelist for uh, New Haven Worcester Street pizza. Sure. Um, so part of me was thinking that. However, while you were talking, uh-huh. I was just like, but it has to represent who I am. Yeah. So I was like, I can't have it be the best of the best, perfect hundred year old coal fire oven pizza. I'm like, no. I think I might know what it is. Mine is the uh, when you go to your high school cafeteria and they had buffalo chicken pizza, which was some lady chopped up <laughs> all of the chicken patties. Put it on a pizza with hot sauce and then just like microwaved <laughs> a bag of cheese on top of it and gave it to you. Nice. I'm like, that's more like my, that's definitely more my communion. Everyone has to eat I a full that. one of those. It's like a full, there's one of the round chicken ones? patties per slice. Or like a, oh, no, they Jesus. chopped them up. They chopped them up into little dices, but it was like. No, but I mean, like, how big was the slice? Was it a big, was oh, it a circular no, it was, pizza? it was, it was like an eight slice pizza. So you oh, just wow. got okay. a slice. Like a, oh, wow, I remember. Okay. Even back then, it was it was I think it was three eighty five. It was like one of the more expensive items that. You well, sure, because you're getting cheese, chicken, pizza, bread, tomato. Uh, come on, and there was there was at least a um, <laughs> entire a chicken patty, patty and, and a half. half, at least one and a half patties. It was so dense and so delicious. So I, that would be it. And I'm good. debating. And then my. Uh, <laughs> and my, your, your blood my of commu- Christ. My blood, blood of Christ Zach. is probably the uh, high school cafeteria giant vat of blue cheese that you'd bump out <laughs> to dip with it. That's probably oh. what. <laughs> I'm just picturing just so a so you didn't have to drink goblet, it. You just had chalice. To yeah, and he held the like chalice, just... and then you come up and you take your slice you of pizza it. and you dip it, and then you. Oh, it's a two-handed good. pizza. That would be a great oh, church. I got like pizza that tomorrow. Idea. That's good. Oh, yeah, our I'll local pizza place. Pizza. I grew up on 69th and 1st in New York City. We had a pizza place called Alto's Pizzeria on 1st Ave. This place, they had good pizza. It wasn't, yeah. this is New York City pizza. And even as a kid, I was like, it's good, but why is it not great? Mm. Moved to Florida, came back to New York. Alto's was closed. And I went to our doorman, and I was like, hey, Alto's closed. That's crazy. And he was like, yeah, it was a front for the mafia. Oh, that's New York. That's New York, but why wasn't it better? Because they don't, the front, they don't care. I had a, I had a, I had a, uh, a convenience store front in my neighborhood that was also yeah. for the mafia because there were four things on the shelves for, like, <laughs> ever. There was, like, four things on the shelves. Yeah. And you'd come in and it was like the same thing of Tide. I went in there for ice cream once and they looked at me like I was crazy. They're like, you can look. <laughs> and like, you can literally, look, none of this food is edible. <laughs> literally, there was a thing of Hagen Doss literally glued to the side of the freezer, just like fucking, just like so pressed on. And I chipped it, it was... off. And they're like, and then I tried to buy it and they're like, we don't take cards. And I was like, do you have change? They're like, no. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a place. I shouldn't be here, sure. I should have replaced. You know what? I'm not going to have any ice cream. Thank you so much. That's interesting. So I uh, guess the Italians weren't using it. They were using it as a front, but I guess they, I guess they weren't eating there. Because no, you'd think you don't if they eat, were using it, it would be fantastic food. You don't, you don't eat where you work. That's the number okay. one rule. And that's our number one rule yeah, here. No, you don't eat where you work. <laughs> At FIFA, Chumps. Where we don't have no food. Don't eat no food. It's more you just want the bliss that the kitchen is clean. And where you work, you know it's not. So let's no, be honest. No. We, hold, we so. got a C for a reason. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, as always, to FIFIFO Chums. Please check us out on all of the social medias at FIFIFO Chums. Uh, submit us, you know, questions, some some praise. Please share us yeah. if you see us because this is a new podcast. And again, and we both we're have just praise kinks. Just yeah. let I us know we're doing a good really job, do even need... if you don't believe it. Just know that you've satisfied our praise kinks. Our quiet little praise up. kinks. Yes, we're giants, but we also have giant praise kinks. Just tell us we did a good job, Daddy. Until next week.